Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to wherever you are in the world. Uh, welcome to this brand new New Year edition of the highly acclaimed and the world famous Inside Out Effect podcast. Uh, this is episode 20 um, and this is all about how to be healthy in 2020 and keeping your health, getting your health back. So um, so I'm your host, Stephen Jakes from the healingthemind.co.uk. I'm a therapist, I'm a DTO specialist, I'm a neuro reboot technician, hypnotherapist and all the other therapists that I've trained in and blah, blah, blah. And to my right, alongside me, uh, we've got the my co-host, my business partner, uh, my good friend and lover, lover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, uh, no, and also uh, my good friend and the suave and the sophisticated. That's right, you heard it first here. Uh, the marvelous and incredible uh, founder and uh, creator of the detail system, Jonathan Shaw. So, hello, Jonathan, welcome again to uh, the kitchen. The kitchen studio. The kitchen studio. So uh, yeah. it's good to have you here again, mate. Um, so how you been? How's how's your how how you what you been up to? How was your Christmas? How was your New Year? Um, have you uh, have you had a great festive period? Uh, yes, yeah, Christmas and New Year were both lovely. Um, nice and quiet for me. I really needed a break, and I just yeah. chilled out and uh, didn't do very much at all. Just relaxed, saw some friends, spent time with family. I had a nice Christmas day with my mum. And then spent time with friends over Christmas and New Year period. Yeah. Uh, and uh, got some lovely presents and got some really lovely messages from my clients uh, from last year who I helped and they just messaged me to thank me. Got some really lovely gifts from my clients as well, um, thanking me, which is which is always lovely. And I really appreciate all, all the, the positive feedback and from, I get from my clients and all the gifts I get. Which is very very nice. Yeah. One of my clients even bought me an advent calendar, which I love. I love my chocolate advent calendars. Um, so that was lovely. So yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah, you uh, you also round my Boxing Day. I was round yours Boxing Day. Yes, round my Boxing Day. Yes, and, that uh, wasn't so great. Didn't enjoy that very much at all. Uh, that was probably the worst. No, I'm joking. Yeah, no, uh, no. This is good. No, it was great. I so, met I met, his, I met your family, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I've only really met your mum, your dad once, but I've met your brother, yeah. your sister-in-law, yeah. uh, and their nephews and nieces all. There was yeah, quite a lot of us there. There was, there was a lot of people there. Yeah, so. it was a good day. And uh, we called, if you didn't know, before John from Become a Therapist, he was a professional magician. And uh, he's so good. He's so good. So anyway, he entertained the whole family with some card tricks and blew them all away. Even my little boy was absolutely blown away yeah, by yeah, it. it so, so, you know, so you had a great Christmas. And so um, outside of that, uh, what's been going on in your clinic? I know obviously probably not been working much as much as you'd like to have done. I know you've had a break, but I mean, I know like me, I've had, I have been doing stuff in between. And so what's been going on in your clinic? Any really good successes? Anything you want to share with the viewers? Uh, well, I've actually had a break for about two and a half weeks. So I'm actually not back to work till tomorrow. Uh, I did do one day between Christmas and New Year. Um, I've had, a uh, obviously, but before Christmas, I was super busy. Lots of injuries this time of year. Lots of people... Uh, injured themselves in the ice and the snow. Not there was a lot of ice and snow, there wasn't, but people go... So how did they get injured in the ice and yeah. snow if there wasn't any ice and snow? People actually injure like... themselves. With the cold weather, people, they fall over, they trip, they stumble, they go and do winter sports like skiing or skating, oh, okay. and they, right. and they end often... up injuring themselves yeah. in, in in snowy places. Yeah. Um, so I had a lot of injuries and like uh, accidents. <laughs> the supermarket. Yeah, yeah, the super... yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I end up doing a lot of injuries and accidents at this time of year. So because yeah. a lot of people do go away and do crazy sports, you know, I, I, I skate myself and I used to ski as well. So, yeah. so I know what it's like. So a lot of the things I've been doing are accidents and injuries. Um, but uh, I've had a few other people. Uh, a lady came and see me just before Christmas. And we've only done two sessions so far, but she was suffering, you know, chronic headaches. Yeah. And within, you know, the, the after the first session, she had not had a headache for a whole week, which was unheard of for her. Yeah. Uh, That's and, marvelous. And as far as I know, she's okay. Um, I'll be seeing her in the new year, obviously, in the this week. But uh, yeah, she was blown away by the fact that she'd been having chronic headaches. Then all of a sudden, after one session, she was suddenly didn't have a headache for a whole week. That was just unheard of. What was the cause so, of that? Would you know what was? Do you, can you? Uh, what, yes, what she that? actually had a very very unusual trigger. Um, so obviously, uh, for those who don't know, headaches are uh, territory issues. Um, and it was more of a, it was a cross between the headache and migraine really, but, so she, she was getting, it was a migraine, she was just, you know, blacking out for days and not being able to function and light and everything, and uh, basically she had a trigger in her home, which was the staircase, and seeing the staircase, and also a trigger in the kitchen, was triggering her back to her childhood, uh, of, of, of something that happened when she was younger, and these two dark places in her home 
were triggering this negative memory from a child. And she had no idea that's what was happening because obviously it was a very subtle trigger. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing technically wrong with a staircase. So, so, but once I switched these two things off, the headache that week just completely vanished. She had it, the headache came on for a few hours after session, then went away, and she didn't have a headache for a whole week. And she came to me, you know, when she when I first saw her, she was literally she looked like death warmed up because the headache was right there. And the next week, she she was like a different person walking in because she yeah. hadn't had one for a week. So uh, she was happy, she was joyful, the cuddles back in her face, and you know, so it was so it was nice to see see that a, a very quick improvement there. Um, but very unusual trigger of a staircase. I've have had that before in the past where a trigger's been a staircase, but it's just an unusual one. So uh, so she was like sort of uh, uh, confused by how that would be a trigger, and, yeah. and, and but she she got it and how it triggered. Well, it's amazing that way. you found that and actually we, we was able to correlate that to the headaches and switch it off, switch the trigger off because you know otherwise I think a lot of, a lot of therapists and maybe doctors and that would have just. Medicated that, and well, she doctor, had to live well, with she it. Well, she was on medicate. I mean, yeah. the doctors wouldn't have, would have found that at all because they don't look for those things. Yeah. Um. And uh. And and yeah. So so it was just great to see her smiling, happy when she came back the next week. She was like a different person. Yeah. No, that's and fantastic. that was really amazing yeah. to see her completely change and almost be a different person in the space of a week. Yeah. When she'd been suffering for a good eighteen months or whatever it be. Yeah. So, nice. so that was really that was really good. I, yeah, no, I bet, I bet you, I bet you really chuffed a bit with that one. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I had a I had a uh, lady uh, pre Christmas about, and she had, she was getting migraines, and um, I managed to switch all those off. She'd had them for all of her lot, most of her life, but I went back to her childhood and yeah. the fact that uh, it was her mother. Yeah. So when I switched off all of her anger and resentment towards the mother, every time her mum contacted her, or because she lives in a different country, every time she contacted her, phoned her up, or you know, said anything to her within two days of that conversation to get a migraine okay. and be in bed for three or four days. So she actually left a video actually on my, she's the girl that left the video on my, um, on my website. So if you go on my website right. and see a video testimonial from that girl, yeah, you'll see I've got rid of her, t- her oh, migraine. <laughs> Excuse me. Cool. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, from that. So, um, yeah, so anything else or you, uh, no, that's it. I've, I've had two and a half weeks off. I needed a break. I just enjoyed the break, and so I'm looking forward to getting back into it, uh, into this week, and, and helping as many people. Yeah, as for possible. any of you that don't know or don't know Jonathan, Jonathan works very, very hard. I think he works most days from eight to eleven o'clock some nights. You know, some nights. Yeah, <laughs> most nights. Yeah, so that's like fifteen hours. So, uh, so you probably deserve the break anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I really need the break. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Great. So, so yeah, uh, so excellent. So it's been a success for you. Then. Yeah, and you've had a good Christmas and New Year. I've had a excellent. Christmas uh, and a great New Year. Um, I had my boy. I, yes. he, I picked him up from the airport on Sunday, which was the 23rd. So I had my 12 days of Christmas. My true love brought to me my son. Well, she's not really my true love. <laughs> no, uh, but... Anyway. Uh, yeah, but I had, anyway, I had him for 12 uh, had him for twelve days, and it yeah. was just absolutely fantastic. Obviously, to reconnect with him. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, you saw him a few times, and he's a great kid. He's growing up. He's such a wonderful what a lovely soul. I mean, it's not a bad bone in his body. He's an absolute breeze. I don't have to do anything other than just feed him. <laughs> and we're just, we're just like little teammates. We go out everywhere doing stuff together. And, you know, I put a few pictures and posts uh, on Facebook about it. But, so it was really nice to have him. Um, obviously Santa come. Yeah. So that was really great. See his little face. Um, so I had all of that. And, uh, yeah, so, I've, so Christmas was really great for me. And then obviously Boxing Day with yourself and my family. And then we had a few days out, went to see some friends in Colchester. And so it was really great because loads of people really made, I wouldn't say made the effort, but it all, it all worked out to be a fantastic 12 days for not just myself, but my boy as well. So it was really, really good. And he got to spend time with his friends and I got to spend some time with my friends. So that was absolutely amazing. Um, and then I took him back to Ireland yesterday. I flew him back yesterday morning, five o'clock. Yeah, uh, went to Ireland and uh, yeah, handed him back then, um, which um, yeah, I mean, wasn't the, the best situation really. Uh, no, I'm, so you got triggered yesterday. Yeah, so I got something tri- happened. You got triggered. I did get massively right. triggered yesterday, and um, and and you didn't. The day didn't go the way you thought it was going to go. No, you didn't get to spend the day with your son. No, like you wanted to. No, I didn't. Now, in the past, yes, when you got triggered and the day didn't go the way you expected it, what yeah. would you have done? Oh, I would have been so angry. I'd have been angry, I'd have been resentful, I'd have been probably been quite abusive. Yeah. And there'd have been lots of effing and jeffing. There would have been a lot of, uh, you know, because I was really hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when we get hurt, we sort of like, you know, we, we attack. When we get hurt, we attack. Um, so anyway, I would have probably got really angry. I'd have just bloody, I probably would have gone into the bar, drunk myself crapless, been really angry. 
And just, you know, I just would have made the whole situation a lot worse, really. Yeah. And I would have had to spend the whole day, like eight and a half hours, nine hours in an airport, absolutely yeah. fuming and probably drinking and getting myself... And then I would have probably started taking out on all the other passengers and then, you know, who knows? Who knows what would have happened? But So that's kind of what most people do. Yeah. That's what, what uh, yeah. not most people, obviously yeah. some people do that, but a lot of people do that when something's not going the way they want yeah, to absolutely. or when, when uh, plans get changed or when someone upsets them, their day then becomes very bad. Their day then becomes not the way they want it to be and they end up having a bad day and then maybe even the next day is bad and so on yeah. until they calm down. But you didn't do that this time. What did you do? Well, why well, you did... called me? Yeah, uh, I called you. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I just let, it, I just let the whole situation happen. Um, I did say a few choice words because I wasn't happy, well, but you know, I did say a couple of things, and I just let it go. And I went back into the airport and I sat down, found a chair, really angry, really upset, really cross, yeah. uh, really hurt. Because yeah. like that, that day's. That's like a day where it sort of eases it off. It's easy for me because I get to spend the day with him. We go out and then when we part and he goes back to and I get back on the plane, it's a really easy transition. Yeah. But that but that didn't happen. Mm. And so I was really cross. I'm thinking, what am I going to do for nine hours? Mm. Because if anyone who doesn't know would knock airport, what they've actually done is cut the top of a mountain off. Right. So you're on the top of a mountain, 10 miles away from anything. Right. Okay. And you are literally in the middle of nowhere and you're up in the clouds. So you can imagine yes. it's not the nicest place to be. Not right. Nice. And... Uh, so I was really angry, really cross, and I went back into the thing, and I'm, I just thought, well, you know, I phoned you up. And I said, I can't believe it. Anyway, so I just switched off all of my responses, the angry responses, the hurt responses, what it meant to me, what, what, what she did that upset me. Yeah. And I just switched all of that off. And once I'd got rid of all of that, right, so once I'd got rid of all that, once I got out of my head and got rid of all the anger and resentment, and I, once I got out of my head and I was just clear again, as if it didn't happen, yeah. my little subconscious went, why didn't you hire a car? Yeah. Why right. didn't you hire a car? And I looked up right above me was this map of Ireland and I've been to most of the places and I looked up on the map and it said Galway. So I went over to the guy and uh, he'd done me a really good deal on a car and I said, what's Galway like? He went, well mate, he says, you want to be going there, it's really great, it's lovely down there. So I said, right. <laughs> so I said, okay then. I said, I'll go down there. And so I got in the car and I drove down to Galway, it's about 100 kilometres. The countryside's just phenomenal. Um, it's just amazing. Just yeah. drive the drive down there, and Galway just blew me away. And it's like I love to have spent the night there. To be quite honest, everyone yeah. was just so friendly, kind. I mean, it's just like going. Into, it was like going into a little fantasy world for for a few hours. So I found a really good restaurant, made myself something nice to eat, went around, saw some of the sites, and uh, yeah. And then I I did a little Facebook video live, and yeah. I, you know, and then I got back in my car, drove an hour and a half back to the airport, flew back last night. Uh, and then got home this morning. I uh, got home last night, went to bed, and I got up this morning. I've had three clients, and now I'm doing the podcast. So, but would I have been able to do that had I not switched that, had not dealt with that? No, yeah. probably not. No. Um, so, you, you took, instead of letting it simmer and fester, you used DTO, switched it off, and then your whole day changed. Yeah, my whole day your changed. Whole, and, completely. You, and you was happy. Yeah, completely. No. And I'm not in the impact of it today. I mean, it's no. just like pff, it happened, and I'm no longer in the impact it's of it. It's not bothering you. Yeah, no, it's not bothering me. But you mentioned something really interesting in that, which I know you want to talk about. You, you said you let it go. Yeah, but, but but did you really let it go when you went to let it go? Did you actually let it go? Or no, you had to switch it off. No, I had to switch it. I had off. To switch it off, right? Yeah, I just well, want to clarify that for people at home because Steve wants to talk to you about this because uh, yeah. uh, this whole concept of just letting go of things, uh, a lot of people do this or they try to do this, but it doesn't actually work. So when Steve said he let it go, yeah. he didn't really let it go. He 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 used DTO to switch it yeah, off. Yeah, I, I had to get rid of it. But but you you've noticed a few people on Facebook talking about letting it go. What what is your response to about letting oh, go? Oh, so every day, every day I go on Facebook. So I always try and do a post every day on Facebook, something to get people to think differently, something to inspire them, something to look at their life circumstances differently. Some people might be, like I said, there are some people might be in a relationship where they're stuck and they don't, they can't move on, or they want to do something about it, or they might be in a job that they don't like, or they you know they're generally stuck in life. I don't know what to see. So I'm always putting stuff out to try and inspire, motivate, get people to. Think look differently because the problem is is that every time I go on Facebook there's all this nonsense and one of the big things so first of all it was about anxiety and depression so the first thing I saw was that every day it was anxiety and depression anxiety is this depression is that and it's none of it it's all just made up nonsense it's the, the symptoms they're not actually helping anyone at all yeah. they're just people just haven't got a clue what they're talking about and it really annoys me because I feel like saying stuff about it you know yeah and I know they're trying to help and they're trying to make people aware of it but it doesn't help really doesn't help um and so the latest one now 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 all the anxiety and depression has disappeared right so i'm no longer getting stuff about anxiety and depression because you know it's not it's not 
it's not there all the time. Now I've got this letting go. Yeah. So now I want to talk about letting go. So what is this thing about, oh, you just need to forget about the past and let go. Let go of the past. Be a new me. Look forward. Let go. Let go of all the things that are holding you back. Let go of bad memories. Let go, let go, let go. Well, you can't. That's the whole point. My problem with it is you just can't let go of stuff. Well, it's not that simple. No. It's not as simple as just let go of something. You can't just stop thinking about something and go, do you know what? I'm just going to release that and as if by magic, it's all going to go away. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm just like, oh. And, you know, no matter how many times I put stuff out there, I don't think people grasp the concept of what it is that's going on in their brain uh, and the subconscious mind and the fact it records everything. And unless you go and change it, so I can, so I'm not record record. If you go and as you go and actually change it, you've always got it. You just can't let it go. In ninety nine percent of cases, you're no. not going to let it go. No, and it's just a belief, and that belief will keep you stuck with your problem forever. Because every time you get re-triggered, you go, oh, well, you know what? I'm just going to let that go, and you, it just doesn't work that way, you know. Well, so well, the, that's po- my the problem, problem comes is that belief think that people think that actually just saying I'm letting it go means it's gone. Yeah. Uh, or one of the other things that people the do, intention of letting the it intention go. of letting it go yeah. means it's gone. And the other thing that people do is they like to write it down and burn it. Yeah. And they think that's letting it go yeah. as well. Um, and unfortunately, um, I've treated quite a few of those people. It didn't work for them. Yeah. Uh, because it doesn't. Because as Steve said, it's in your brain. So it, And it's a pro, it's like a, a tape recorder playing over and over again. So just telling yourself to let go doesn't change the tape recorder. It just The tape recorder still plays in the background. And you might let it go that day, then... Two weeks later, you'll be out and about. You'll get re-triggered. Yeah. It will trigger the moment. But what it then does, unfortunately, is you then beat yourself up because you haven't let it go. Yeah. So it now has a double impact on you. This happens especially to spiritual people who are desperately trying to let go of their stuff and want to be better people. So they think they've let it go. They get re-triggered by it. And then all of a sudden, they beat themselves up because they haven't actually let it go and they can't let it go for some reason they, and they don't know why. Yeah. Uh, and so now they've made the problem worse. It tends to only happen with spiritual people or healers and things like that. Or because, people who post stuff on Facebook. Uh, well, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes mate, that's, that's they're the all case. letting go, loads of um, them. But, but often the people who are spiritual, they tend to beat themselves up because they haven't let it go. Yeah. Or they feel guilty and ashamed they haven't let it go. So then they keep trying to post positive things and that's a lot big problem with Facebook. Everyone posts positive things, but nobody's actually really doing it. Uh, they're just trying to make it well, you'll seem get, like they're doing well, it. Well, you're going to do is you're going to say that and you'll, go, and you'll connect to it and you'll go, do you know what? That's right. If I let go of that, that will be all gone. So you'll have the emotional, the temporary emotional response of, do you know what? That feels good of letting it go. And in that temporary moment, you feel like you've you let it go. Yeah, that's right. And now all of a sudden you go, oh, do you know yeah. what? I needed to do that. I feel so much better now. Exactly. But it's still there. It's still, You're just yeah. lying to yourself. You're just yeah. lying to yourself that you're getting rid of it. So. so so, that's one of the biggest myths about being healthy and happy. And 2020 is supposed to be a massive uh, shift for people to heal and get better and yeah. well. Uh, but just telling yourself to let something go is not going to happen. It's yeah, a bit well, like going up to a record player uh, and if, if it's playing record. Bon Jovi and going, stop. Yeah. Stop playing. <laughs> Play the yeah. Beatles. Yeah. It's just not going to work. You're you're just trying to talk yeah. to something that is an automated program. You need to find the automated program and switch the program off. So that's one of the things that, that if you're telling yourself to do that in 2020, it's probably not going to work for you that great. Yeah. As Steve said, you might feel good in the moment, but if you find yourself getting re-triggered by the thing you're trying to let go of, you're not actually letting it go. And that, I'd say, would be the tip. So if you have genuinely let something go, what it means is... And let, let's make this clear, because people don't often know. If you've actually let something go, it means you can think of that thing again and it not bother you. Have no I. emotional response. No emotional response, no. no negative thoughts about the person, the situation, or yourself. There's no guilt or shame. There is nothing. In fact, when you think of it, you just laugh. Yeah, or you smile. Or you smile. Generally, yeah. Uh, a genuine smile and a genuine laugh. That is truly letting something go. That's the definition of letting something go. If you are telling yourself to let it go, but you don't want to think about it, and you you're get forcing yourself, by it, not to... or you're trying to block it out, and then yeah. that's you haven't let it go. If someone says to you, "Can you tell me about it?" and you go, "No, I don't want to talk about it," mm-hmm. you haven't let it go. That's not letting something go. That's denying it, keeping it hidden, trying to get away from it. But you can't actually get away from it because it's in your brain. Yeah. And I had a client do this recently, actually, and she's suffering with depression. 
and she calls me because she's literally had enough. I mean, she's had depression since she was a teenager. And what she's done is she's tried to leave the country, move away, so move from England to another country yeah. to get away from the people that cause her to be depressed, which is her family. And she's gone out there, and there's no family out where she's gone. No family at all, so she thinks she's okay. But unfortunately, via law of attraction, we still attract the people around us to give us the same problem. Yep. So although her family aren't there, she's now getting the same problem within the work that she's trying to do, and other people around her are triggering the same conflict, because the conflict is still running. It's inside of her. It's inside of her, not outside of her. So regardless of the fact she's left her family behind and moved countries, and she's moved thousands of miles away, you know, she's left this quite a big gap, she's still getting the same conflict run, but other people are now triggering it. Yeah. So you can't run away uh, from the problem because the problem is inside of you. The problem is the way you think and the way you feel about something, not what's actually happened. But what we all do is we try and get away from what's happened and get away from the problem. Don't get me wrong, initially getting away is not necessarily a bad thing. If you're being chased by someone with a knife, you want to get away. But afterwards, once you've escaped that and you're safe, you do not want to carry the trauma of that in your system. Yeah. You want to let it go. Likewise, if you're being abused or something's happening, you want to get out of this negative situation, but you can't run away from how you think and feel about it. Yeah, this goes on about, for me, about escapism. I mean, I used to do it all the time, and what happens is that people aren't that aren't dealing with their issues and carrying a multitude of crap that's happened to them in their life, yeah? What they'll do is they'll... They'll avoid that by going out and having fun and let's have a drink and let's go on a pub crawl and let's get yeah, it's yeah. all and it's all fake, 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 fake. Because all you're doing is using the drink to mask all of those negative feelings. But instead of investing your money in alcohol, maybe invest your money in going and switching off the stuff. Because once you switched off the stuff, you won't need to buy it, go out and buy the alcohol. No. You know, in actual fact, you'll go out and have better times as well. Because I know and I'm having a much better time when I go out now than when I used to go out and drink. Because you, you can remember the yeah, time, also, yeah, but you, yeah, well, there's loads more. There's loads more to it. You be better people, and you know, and but anyway, that's just my take on it. And escapism is a big thing. So you're either going to be doing drugs, you're going to be doing sex, you're going to be drinking, you're going to be yeah. shopping, you're going to be doing absolutely anything to make you feel better, rather than just investing a bit of time in yourself and going out and facing the thing that's causing you to want to go out and do those things, yes. and getting rid of it, switching it off. And you're living a healthier life, a happier life, and you're also saving yourself a fortune on when you're going out because you might you might think it's great. Oh, everyone's bragging about. Oh, it was wicked. Yeah, top night last night. Top last night. Right. I spent all my money on alcohol. Made myself feel really, really shit. Can't remember what I'd done, but it was really, really great. <laughs> right. And but that's a good time. It sounds like that sounds a bit like insanity to me, really. But but anyway, that's my but take that, on it because I used to do it. I used to do it. But that does lead us nicely into how can you be healthy in 2020? And as Steve said. Out of all of that, you need to invest in yourself. Yeah. You need to actually invest in yourself and not try and escape things, not try and use things to escape like alcohol and or, spiritualism. or food or, or, or to... finding God or yeah, whatever it is. It's, it's not uh, going to And there's nothing problem. wrong with these things, but Been if you're there. using them to escape, there's nothing wrong with God, but if you're using them to escape or, or you're using solve, them to solve a problem, solve they're the problem, not going to yeah. work because... I would say, in my experience, 99.9% .9 of problems are how we think and feel about the problem, yeah. not the actual problem itself. So if you want to heal in 2020, the best thing you can do, the best thing you can do and pour your money into is your own mental and emotional state. How you feel about your past, your current situation, your beliefs about yourself, your guilt, your shames. Invest in solving that not in all these external things that everyone does in the new year. Uh, everyone makes New Year's resolutions, going to exercise more, yep. going to meditate more, yep. going to do more of something go outside the gym. of us, but they never invest in their mental and emotional state, not in a way they should. And I don't mean talk about your problems. I mean yep. find someone to help you change how you feel. Switch off the responses you're having about your past, your current situation, your beliefs, your guilt and shames. Yep. Once you address that, everything else, exercise, nutrition, mindfulness, relationship, everything else will fall into place. Everything follows from how we think and how we feel within us. Everything follows around us. What everyone does is try and do this out here rather than this. If you just do this, everything will fall into place. I see it so yep. many times, day in, day out. You'll change this 
and then the external world changes around you. Yeah, I can like categorically magic. say that because that's what exactly what I've done. I've changed all my internal state, and my whole life has changed massively. I'm healthier. I'm happier. I'm doing everything in in my my whole world's changed completely just by changing my own internal responses, my beliefs, and clearing up my past traumas and stuff. Now my life's in a much much better place, and I spent hundreds of thousands of pounds trying to solve it outside, and it just made drove me mad, made me a lot more angry, a lot more unhappy. And I kept chasing more and more things, more and more things. I need to do the gym, I need to go jogging, I need to do sport, I need to change my diet, I need to do all these things. Yes, because that's what's going to make it, that's going to make, that's going to create the change in me. And actually, it's, it doesn't. Hmm. It doesn't at all. And, and the, <laughs> it doesn't the, do anything. The it other just, thing is, that if you really want to heal, um, people adding more things into their life, like drinking, yeah. exercise, adding it's more things in does happiness. not heal you. If you want to heal, you have to remove things. You have to remove things from your life and take them out of your life. I don't mean people or things like that necessarily. But um, like your kids, you can't remove your kids, obviously. Yeah. But if they're bothering you and you're not getting rid of a skull, you don't need to do that. But you, you, you can just lock them in a cupboard. It worked for Harry Potter. Yeah. It was fine. He made eight great movies, married Ginny, became the most successful wizard in the world. It was great. Um, but but what, what you need to do is remove things from your life. So the more you keep adding to your life, the more miserable you're going to be. And that goes with your emotional response. The more emotions you keep topping your body up with, the more traumas that keep you keep sitting in your system, the more unhappy you're going to be. Yeah, Once you remove those things, yeah. you get rid of them, and then you remove a lot of the stresses from your life, as in the things you've kept adding to try and make you happy. Uh, one of my clients, you know, he was, he was desperately trying to get fit and healthy because he believed that's what he needs to do, and he was going to a gym to do it. And every time he went to the gym he was injuring his arm or his shoulder. And the reason was because it was burdening him going to the gym. He had to get up at 5am every morning to go to the gym just to be healthy and well. But he was miserable doing that. So that's not being healthy and well because he was doing something he didn't want to do that yeah. he didn't have time for. And I said to him, well, what do you enjoy? What, what hobby do you enjoy? He said, I love playing golf. Great. At the weekend, go and play golf. So stop going to the gym at 5am because it, he was hating it. It was making him miserable. But we do these things because we believe that's what's going to make us healthy. But actually, the emotional response was making him ill. So it was never going to work in a million years. It was a counter... Counterproductive. It, it was counterproductive. Yeah. It was the completely opposite of what he should have been doing. But we do this all the time. Your internal response is the most important one. Ask yourself what's going to make you happy. Ask yourself, how can I be happier? How can I do this? But change the internal Yeah, state. it's the belief. Because most people will realise that they're not happy. Now, most people realise they're not happy with their relationship, their life, their job, whatever it is. They want to make a change. But they're so programmed in thinking that the gym is the answer. Or, 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 or class is the answer. And actually, it's, it's not. If you're, under, if you're feeling crap, then there's something that's making you feel crap. Doing exercise doesn't really do anything. It doesn't change the feeling. Doing a class doesn't change the feeling. Eating something different, having a healthier diet, doesn't change the feeling. It will just make you eat healthier food, and it will just make you physically fitter. It yeah. won't change the way you think and the way you feel about yourself and your life. It just doesn't change it. You use the right thing for the right problem. If you want to be fit, strong, healthy physically, go to gym and exercise. Yes. If you want to... Um, life uh, change. Like if or you if you want, if you want to um, learn to meditate, go and learn to meditate. But if you want your emotional state, or if you're feeling crap, to change, doing those external things will not help. You need to change what is yeah. actually making you unhappy. So think about it. Ask yourself, why am I actually unhappy? I'm unhappy because of this memory from the past because my mum treated me like shit. I don't feel or, like I'm good enough. I'm not, or, yeah. yeah I, I'm unhappy because I haven't achieved my goals. I'm unhappy because I'm still in the same job I was in 20 years ago and I'm not doing what I want to do. I feel stuck and I can't move forward. Yeah, so look at what you're actually going through. What is your mental emotional state, either about the past or your current situation, and, and ask what is actually the problem in you. What is going on inside you? Because that's the only way to address what is the problem. And then once you know what it is, sometimes you'll know, sometimes you won't, but you'll get an idea. Then you can find somewhere, go and see someone that can help you switch it off and change it. It doesn't necessarily have to be me and Stephen. There's lots of people out there yeah. who do techniques that can switch things off. Uh, you need someone who's got a technique to change the way we think and feel about things. But that's all you need to do. You don't need to do anything else because then after that, 
everything will follow. So then, once you're feeling good, your body will naturally want you to do more things that make you feel good, like go to the gym. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about, actually, if I just let it go... Yeah, exactly. If I let it go, would that? Yeah, would that, would that, but yeah, yeah. If I could just, are, are we are we going to remake? Are we going to do Frozen Three? Oh, Is that I don't what know. we're going to do? Shall we I just thought. It? Well, I just thought. Right, if I if I did a Facebook meme and woke up tomorrow morning and just told myself I've let everything go and everything's going to be all right, isn't that the solution? No, <laughs> no. Sorry, did you not? Maybe you want to go back and watch the podcast. <sighs> And get the idea, because you, you, you missed the whole point yeah, of maybe, what we're trying to maybe say. Maybe I have. Maybe, maybe. You can try it, but... But if I believe it... If you believe it, it might really work. <laughs> oh, that's 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 a, a, another thing. If you really believe something to be true, <laughs> then it's going to work. The problem is, often the time when someone says that, they don't really believe it. Yeah. So that's really important for you to recognise. Some people, they'll go, yeah, but if I believe it, it will work. But you do actually have to believe it, and most of the time people don't. Yeah. And what is also relevant is sometimes there's a belief in there that counteracts it. So, yes, if you believe that you're, you're going to let things go, uh, or that, uh, but at the same time you have a belief that says it's not safe to let things go, well, now you're fucked. Yeah. Now, now, it doesn't matter what you do, you're not going to let it go because it's not safe to let it go. Um, for instance, I, I treated someone recently who, who uh, was struggling to be happy. I was just about uh, to say that. Was about I was to say just that. about to say that, yeah. Uh, and they were struggling with happiness... Uh, because happiness for them was dangerous. And so it brought up all these things that being happy was actually dangerous. So as soon as they were happy, they sabotaged it and made themselves miserable or made the people around them miserable because that's the only way they felt safe because any happiness they've had had been taken away from them. So in their past, any time they were happy, they felt it was taken away, so it was not safe to be happy, so they kept themselves miserable because at least they knew that and that wasn't going to get taken away from them. Now, in the brain, consciously, if anyone out there is logical, they'll go, that's insane. Logically, it is, but I've known lots of people like that, and I even ran that myself a few years ago, so I know what it's like. It's a program that's running in you, so you can tell yourself to let it go and be happy and and try and convince yourself that you're going to do this and change, but unless you actually switch the program off, nothing changes. It's just going to say, because, I mean, for me, a similar very, very similar, is that when you're at, when you, you, you want to be happy, okay, you really want to be happy, yeah, because that's what you desire, that's what you want to do, you really want to be happy, but every time you've ever had any happiness in your life, you've lost it, you've been yeah. sabotaged, you've been betrayed, so every time you get to the pinnacle of being happy, yeah. something comes along and smashes it, and then makes you unhappy, yeah. so now, you can become frightened of being happy, because every time you've had an experience of being happy, You've lost it, and it's caused pain. So happiness now equals pain. Yeah. Because if I wasn't, if I didn't have the happiness, I wouldn't experience the pain. Yes. So therefore, you think, well, if I just stay here and don't be happy, then I can't. I don't experience the pain. I'll just stay in this miserable state, wanting to be happy, complaining, moaning. I'm not happy. I'm not good enough. Nothing good ever happens to me. But it's the belief that well, I do really want to be happy, but I'm frightened of it because every time I've had it, I've lost it. I've been betrayed. I've been hurt. And 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 would rather just stay where you're at, not really experiencing any happiness or or whatever. You're just staying in this neutral place. Yes. Because you find because because of happiness. And but I think a lot of people may 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 experience that anyway because they they're frightened of that. They're fr- and they're frightened of other people sabotaging it. Yeah. And the same thing can happen not with happiness, but it can happen with health as well. So people can actually be frightened to be well and healthy. People can actually be. Uh, nervous about actually getting better yeah so again if you have chronic illness and you want to solve chronic illness when i say chronic illness i mean multiple illnesses if you've got lots of illnesses and they're autoimmune problems you may struggle because the thought of being well might be very frightening for you because it means a lot of things it means that you're gonna your whole world's gonna change uh, your your identity is going to change. You're going to have to go back to work. You do all these things that can be quite frightening. All of these fears are not real. They just feel very real. Yeah, very much. Uh, same as the happiness ones. It's not a real fear. It's just something that's happened to you and you've, you've misinterpreted what happened. So it became a self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, the happiness thing, you know, when, when, when something happens when we're younger and we're happy and then all of a sudden something happens and we're not happy, we think that that something has made us unhappy. It hasn't. It's not what's happened, but because we've associated it, we then start thinking, oh, what happens is not good, um, as Steve said earlier on. So 
It's only what we've our perception of what's happened that's the problem. And our perception of healing and getting better can also be false. Yeah. Sometimes it can feel much safer to be unhealthy and unwell and can give us a lot more than being uh, being healthy. Sometimes we get lots of attention by being unwell. Yeah, there's always a secondary gain to it. Isn't yeah, there? there's, there's a secondary, secondary gain, gain to, to being ill, especially if you've got lots of autoimmune problems. Uh, unfortunately, me and Steve often get people come to us who are desperate and who are, are at their their last hope because they're so ill now they just need to get better yes um, whereas most people unless you're at that stage you don't want to get better often because you, you're getting too there's too much secondary gain involved there's too much shame and guilt around it so so to be healthy and well if you are very very ill you need to get around your unconscious blocks your sabotage your reason for keeping your secondary gains that are causing you to hang on to the illness as bizarre as it sounds, before you can actually start healing what caused it. I had a guy this morning, one of the guys, people that come to see me this morning, and one of his things was that he doesn't deserve to get better. Yeah. He doesn't deserve to be better. Because of what he's done in the past and all the things and who he's been and how he's shown up in the world, he actually said to me, the main response was, I don't deserve to be better. So if that's the belief that you don't deserve to be better, you're never going to do anything... To make yourself better. No, now, lucky enough, I was able to switch that off and yeah. and get the healing in place and sort him out and switch it all off so he's in a better place and he's no longer got that running. But that was his that was his core belief. His core belief was he doesn't deserve to be better. Yeah, which comes from the guilt and shame of what he's done in his past. So again, it goes back to guilt and shame. If you feel guilt and shame about something in your past or you feel guilt and shame about a current behaviour that you're adopting right now, you are not going to feel... in good enough to get better there's no incentive to get better yeah so if you are really struck hit uh, uh stuck being unhealthy uh because of a chronic illness like an autoimmune problem you need to start with your beliefs about being healthy and well find your sabotage your guilts and shames the reason you don't deserve it because until you clear that and get rid of that then you're not gonna be able to clear the root cause very rarely is that the root cause Often a shock happened, something happened, and, and, and it's triggered an organ reaction. But often the guilt and shame and the sabotage can keep it in place. Yeah. We can make ourselves ill through guilt and shame, um, but often we just keep ourselves stuck through guilt and shame. Yeah. Uh, and, and that goes over into lots of things, not just health, but success, money, relationships. All of those things are sabotaged by the guilt and shame. Uh, but if you really want to be healthy, you need to get rid of the beliefs about being healthy and well in the first place. Yeah, oh, the, uh, hello, Sue. How are you doing? Sue just said hello. How are you doing? Oh, hi, Sue. Uh, There's lots of people saying hello, but I can't uh, read them from I here. Know. So, yeah. so uh, sorry. Hi, guys. Thanks, everyone, for who's commenting and saying hi. Uh, please uh, uh, like it and send the love hearts. We love seeing the love hearts and the likes. And share this to anyone you know who will who will benefit from it. Yeah. No, I was just going to say what you could have done in that situation was told him to let it go. Yeah, I could. I did. I tried. Just I just told say, him to let it go. And I in the started morning, singing. It will be... I started singing. Let it go. <laughs> Let yeah. it go. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one of the best, uh, one of the most important uh, things for 2020 is just to not deal with your problems, not go and actually resolve them properly, but actually just let it go and you'll find it yourself. You'll live a much better, healthier, happier life uh, and everything's going to work out just fine. So yeah. just let it, just and, let it go. And, and I just want to say, don't don't think for one minute me and Stephen are perfect. Uh, well, I mean, he is, obviously. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's pretty much like Mary Poppins. <laughs> Um, but we're not perfect. We still work on ourselves, and we still have things. And like Steve said, he got triggered yesterday by something. But instead of doing his old behaviour, I'm so proud of him for this. Instead of doing his old behaviour, he used ETO, switched it off, and he had a really great day. He improved because the the, the truth is that life doesn't always go the way we want it to. No. And bad things sometimes happen, um, and that happens to everybody. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's more how you react to it that's the problem, and how you uh, respond to it and your emotional state with it depends on how well it goes often the most common thing is you know, someone will get up and stub their toe in the mornings and then the rest of their day will be bad because they'll scream and shout at the bed and I've been there I've done that um, but it's from that moment on if you allow that to bother you then the rest of your day becomes bad yeah. but what a lot of people do is they try and tell themselves just to let it go and brush it off but the problem is the energy has already been created, yeah, it's been created. the energy yeah. the frustration the fear the anger the resentment the bitterness has already been created, and not just from that moment, but what it triggers from the past. Yeah. So that moment with Steve would have triggered certain things from your past that well, have especially happened. Especially to do with Ruben, yeah. So, yes, do with your son. And it triggers a whole load of things. It's not just about that moment. 
So instead of letting it settle and become a problem, he just switched it off and and uh, he, he had a really, really great day. And you can tell on his live video, he's actually very happy in <laughs> Galway, enjoying the town. Yeah. Uh, and that was a genuine response from him yeah. because he genuinely switched it well, off. Well, the thing is, I think I put out a lot of stuff out on Facebook about, you know, it's, not, it's about your reactions, yeah? yeah? How you react, how you respond. It's your emotional response that's the problem. So yes. I can't be telling people that on Facebook and then doing something completely the opposite when stuff happens to me because unfortunately I'm not a hypocrite and um, and well, that you was know slightly incongruent um, yeah it would so. be yeah so so at least the stuff that I'm putting out on Facebook I'm actually doing I'm not information repeating oh that sounds good that makes it look good I'm repeat that which yeah. is I'm seeing a lot but but no in all fairness in all fairness it weren't it wasn't easy no it wasn't easy because I was like but. You know, um, it was how it was. What you said is about how I reacted, and I had a choice. Yeah, I could either react, yeah, to it, yeah. and been in that indefinitely, and still be holding that in a year's time, and the next time I see him in three, yeah, I remember the time. Yeah, I could be giving it all that. Yeah. Or alternatively, I could have re- or chose to create something from it. Yes. So what did I create? I created an amazing day out in Ireland. Yeah. So I didn't react to it. I just created something better. Yeah, and, that's right. You know, and, and also today's been amazing as well because I'm not in any impact to it. So that's that's the key thing. So it's the, about the reaction. So the key, really, to be healthy in 2020 right. is to learn to take control of your mental and emotional state. Absolutely. I don't mean try and do it logically. I mean learn a technique to take control of your mental and emotional state, to clear and change how you think and feel. Everyone out there is learning how to be physically fit, how to be mindful how to eat the right things, but nobody, nobody is learning how to take control of their mental and emotional state. In fact, and that's the most important, that's the most, most important one yeah, out of all of them. That's it. That's the that's, that's the, the only bit you need one. to do. Everything else follows naturally. Yeah. If you can learn to take control of your mental and emotional state, I don't mean try and control it. That's or change how I mean. you think. Or, Listen, no one change your thoughts. Yeah. If we change the way you think, yeah. Then yeah. They, uh, we we cracked it. You no. can't change the way you think logically. It's not going to work. You've got to find your beliefs and switch it off. Yeah. You just need a simple way to change the way you think and feel from moment to moment or the past stuff, so that you can then make your life the way you want it to be. So can I just say it's like having a hard drive. So yeah, if you've got a bit of a virus on your hard drive or something's not working right on you, you can go and delete the program or alter the program or make an amendment. And that's what we're actually doing. We're actually yeah. changing the information that's stored in the memory. That's what yeah. we're doing. We're just changing that, inf- we're changing that information yeah. from a negative thing, the thing that doesn't work at all, to a positive thing. Now, once we've done that, that thing in our past, that memory will no longer play out or cause us problems in the future. Even when we think about it, when we see the person, when we uh, have something that triggers us, something that we see on the TV, it just no longer exists. Because it's those things that are causing us trouble in the present moment now. So we just go back and just change the stuff from the past. We're just going back and changing how we felt and what we learned about that so it's no longer there, so we can carry on with our life and it's no longer being brought up. That's so important just to yeah. go and tweak those things, change what happened from an emotional or mental perspective and then the life's going to work very, very, very smoothly because those things that have happened in the past will never, ever, ever trouble you again yeah. if, it's, if it's dealt with properly. Where if you're trying to manage with it, cope with it, and say, I've had all this shit happen to me in my life, but if I go to the gym and I keep doing exercise and I keep avoiding it and I can go out on a Thursday night and I'm doing chess on a Wednesday... <laughs> Chess. Who uh, does chess? I don't know. Well, like fourteen-year-old yeah, yeah. If I go and do, if I go and do me yoga on a Friday, and I go and out for a drink on a Saturday and a Sunday, and I go and do me sport, and I'm do, and keeping busy, then you know, yeah, life's working for me. But it's it's, it's not. It's actually not. It's actually going to make you ill. And there's nothing wrong with those doing things, those things, but don't but do them to not deal with the problem. No, if you you know, if you enjoy doing those things, Absolutely. do those things. But a lot of people don't enjoy doing those things. Yeah. They're doing them because they think it's going to make them better somehow. Mm. Um, you know, uh, you know, a lot of my uh, people I see, you know, they they change their diet uh, and they've changed it to get them better. And sometimes that works, and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but they've taken out the bit they love, the food they love, yeah. and that makes them miserable because they're not eating the food they love. And I'm thinking, why are you why are you depriving yourself of something? Oh well, I'm trying to be healthy. No, seriously, stop it. Change the way you think and feel about things. That will do you much better in 2020 yeah. than having to change <clears throat> something that you love doing. A lot of people, it's not just nutrition, people take things out of their life that they love to do 
uh, when actually they just need to change their thought process around it. Yeah. Um, like the guy with the exercise. Well, he, change he, their beliefs is a key thing. If you change your yeah. beliefs about what it is that you've learned. The problem yeah. is, is that we, we go out and look for more information all the time. So we're watching YouTube, we're reading books, we're reading a new paper, we're seeing the shit on the TV, and we, we, we take this information as... as it's other people's beliefs. It's other people's experiences. And then we bring them into ourselves and then try and implement them in our lives and then wonder why it doesn't work. Why? Yeah. We, why? Hang on a minute, but it's working because it, it worked for that person and won't work for you because your beliefs and your, your, your character and personality are slightly different. Yeah. Now, not in all cases. So the key thing is, is uh, we've got to be very, very careful with the information repeating because that's the, that's the big thing. We read, oh, if you drink a glass of wine every day, you know, once the problem is if, if a million people have read that in the newspaper, a million people will agree with it. So when I go and start talking to you, you agree with it as well. Oh, that yeah. was in the paper. But it's yeah. not true. It's a belief. It's just nonsense. And this is the big problem with mainstream media and all of the, the collective. Actually do what's right for you. And the only thing that's right for you is what you've experienced in your life. To, to delete that Stop, not not by learning more things or adopting other people's successes that, into your own it doesn't really work it really doesn't that's absolutely right a lot of people they want to learn more things to try and heal themselves yeah. and, and that goes back to what I say about removing things you do not need to learn something new to heal you need to remove something remove your belief about the situation switch off the thought or emotion and the problem will go away. So if there's a situation in your life right now that's not working, let's say you've got a current situation right now that's not working. It might be your health, it might be your relationship, it might be job. your kids, your job, money, whatever it is. That means that you need to find your beliefs and your past memories about that scenario for it to change. You don't need to start trying to learn how to make more money or how to be in a better relationship because those things aren't going to work right now if you try and do them because you're blocked there's an unconscious response that's or, blocking you. Or what you'll do is you'll leave one relationship that doesn't work and go into another relationship and repeat exactly the same thing because that relationship is based on your beliefs and all your past stuff. Yeah. You'll just keep recreating it. Yeah. How do I know that? Because that's what I did. I kept re recreating the shitty relationships I was in because I had this stuff running in me. Yeah, exactly. As soon as I got rid of that, I'm not having the same issues yeah. now. I'm not meeting anyone, but, no. you know, but do you know what I mean? But, but I'm not create, recreating the stuff. And but you, you, you just... Can... You, wherever you go, you, you take those issues you with take you. Them with you. That's, that's like my client who travelled halfway across the world to escape her family. She just took the same issue with her, just and then just created more other people around her to create the same scenario. Yeah. So wherever you keep creating in your life, you are creating it by what is inside of you, and you can change it by changing what's inside of you. Yeah. Um, and then once you do that, what will happen is you will then a heal the problem, and the problem will go away. And then you'll know what you want to do. If you want to then enjoy exercise, go and enjoy exercise. If you enjoy meditation, great. If you want to eat healthy, great. But do it to solve the problem. Do it. Don't do it to solve the problem. Do it because you enjoy doing it. Do it because that's something you want to do, and that's part of your character or your nature. Don't do it because it, you're trying to solve a problem. And don't keep doing it if it's not solving the problem. Yeah, I see so many people carry on doing the same thing. Over and over again, but it's not fixing the problem, especially with pain, for instance. Well, they could be, they believe it because they've been told it. That's right. With pain, for instance, people people uh, do the same exercise over and over again. They do the same rehab exercises, even because they've been told to do the rehab exercise. Yeah. But it's not solving the pain. It's not making it worse, but it's not solving it. Yeah. But they keep doing it. Why are you doing that? It's not working. Stop it. Um, <laughs> that's not going to work for you. Um, you know, I've. Uh, I've got a kid at the moment and, you know, he's got a sporting injury or problems, not taking an injury, but it keeps reoccurring and everyone he's seen has just told him a load of nonsense. It doesn't make sense. And we There's finally, a surprise. <laughs> we finally found out what it was physically that was causing the problem. There's a few emotional things. But basically he's having problems with um, shin splints. He was told he was getting shin splints while he was playing soccer. And I say soccer because he's in America. And he's training over there. And so he's come over Christmas. His dad has brought him to see me. And um, basically I looked at his shins. There's nothing wrong with his shins. He hasn't got shin splints. And they couldn't find anything on the x-rays anyway. And they can't understand why he's getting pain in his shins. It doesn't make sense. But the problem is that he's gone from playing a, a, in his younger days doing a, a forward sport, a running sport. So move, move, is that using, forward, is it? Using forwards. Yeah. Uh, to doing a sideways sport, moving sideways. So he's calf muscles aren't strong enough his knees are not strong enough for that sideways motion where 
running forwards they are, but sideways there's a weakness. Okay. So when he's doing that, the knees are weak, which is causing the calves to be weak, which is putting pressure on the shins because they can't cope with it. Yeah. So it was quite a simple thing to see why he was having the problem. Yeah. Uh, it's going to take a while to undo it because he's had it for like a year and a half almost now, uh, actually two years. Uh, so and no one knew what was wrong, but it was a fairly straightforward reason why he was struggling. Um, and so all we got to do is strengthen his knees, but basic uh, for the sideways movement. But basically, that he was just re- doing the same thing over again, hoping it would change, and nothing changed because he was doing the wrong thing. Hmm. If you want to get better, you need the right advice from the right person who knows how to locate the problem and solve it. There was some emotional issues, in fairness, in place because there always are, and there's some emotional issues that go with the problem as well. Uh, and we've worked on resolving those as well and healing those up, and there's some guilt and shame involved. But he's done that, and we've been healing that, and we're working through that. But if you want to resolve something, you've got to resolve what's actually happening inside of you, not what's going on around you. Yes. And once you do that, the problem will go away, you'll feel healthier, you'll feel happier, and life will flow. Life will get easier. Relationships will be better. Yeah. Friendships will be better. Yeah. You won't have all the drama in your life, uh, and you'll just feel healthy and happier, and your life will move forwards. Unfortunately, for some people, their life moving forwards can be scary, as we said earlier on. Yeah, absolutely. And it was for me a few years back as well, and I totally understand where where people are coming from. But if you can fight that, if you can go, no, I I want to be healthy, I want to be well, 2020 is my year to get better, or 2020 is my year to move forwards now, or 2020 is the time to change, then deal with your internal states. Then you'll see results. Then you'll see getting better. And what it will also do is, if there is something else you need to do, changing your mental and emotional state will move you towards that. What I find is so many people, they come to me, they'll heal their mental and emotional state, and that will open them up, yep. and they will naturally attract the next thing they need yep. in their world, or the next person they need, to move them to the next step. There you go. <laughs> See? So, yeah. No, it's true. Or the other alternative is, uh, what I find is that if you don't think about it, Suppress all of the emotions involved around it and let it go. Oh, is that then, what you need to do? Then healing yeah. happens instantly. And uh, yeah, I find that, just, I think that's really, that's a really great advice. And it works for me every time. Just be the girl you know you are inside. <laughs> that's all so, you yeah. need to do. Yeah. Um, but no, it, 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 <laughs> we say it with tongue in cheek and we're laughing about it. It's because it partly frustrates us. Oh, it and it frustrates us because we see so many people come to us and they heal very quickly from just changing their mental and emotional state. And I've had people use DTO on themselves and change their mental and emotional state. And it, it really shifts them and moves them forwards, even just understanding basics. Yeah. So the message is, if you really want to heal in 2020, you need to learn a way to change this and this. Don't tell yourself things that aren't true. Don't try and do external things. Don't listen to people on Facebook. Oh, no, we're on Facebook, so that's kind of weird. Yeah, don't Um, listen to him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. about. Um, Listen to someone who's actually solved the problem. A lot of people, they listen to someone who's never solved a problem. They listen to someone who's still got the problem. Oh no, they've got a great opinion. They've got a, a great really opinion logical on it. opinion. Oh, what I think but, you should do, mate, yeah. is this and that and this and that. You need to go down the pub, have five or six beers, not think about it, make loads of friends, get your life back on track, have a really great social life. Yeah. But deep down, you're still, you're still no. a mess. You need to ask people who solve the problem that you've got. Correct. If you find someone who's had the problem, but they got rid of it, that's the person to listen to. That's the person who's the expert or the person who's sold it in other people rather than listening to people who've still got the problem because they're not experts. And the only people I find who do that are the ones who actually want to stay stuck. Yeah. They don't want to get better. They want to be ill because they're running guilt and shame. Nobody logic. I don't believe anyone logically wants to be ill. Don't get misunderstand me. I, I just think the guilt and shame runs it at a very deep level and they don't realise that's what's happening. And even when they do, they can't override it. And I know because yeah. I, I was there a few years back. Yeah. So I get it. And so was Stephen. So I get it, um, but you don't have to live that way. Once you change how you think and feel, once you switch off your guilt and shame, you switch off your past memories, you switch off your present triggers, like the girl with a headache, her, her, you know, it, it was just her staircase trigger, which is the most silly thing in the world, but there was something about the look and the feel of the staircase that was triggering her past or, or the guy, Or the guy who gets triggered because as soon as he thinks about being happy... Yep. As soon as he wants to be happy, his life stops working. Or as working. soon as he feels happy, yep. he'll, then, he'll then sabotage, sabotage it. it. Yeah. And, and that's the same thing. It, it happens to us all the time. Uh, so, so for 2020, to be healthy, to be well, spend your money on healing this and this. 
find out how to learn to do it yourself, learn to do it yourself, or go and see someone who can help you change how you feel. Not talk about how you feel. Yeah. Change how you feel. And once you do that, you'll find that your twenty twenty. Or try and understand the, the problem. Don't do that. Don't, don't understand the problem. No, so many people do that. They try and understand how they think and feel. Don't please don't do that. Yeah. You'll never do it. You'll never understand it because you're looking at it through a false filter. Uh, and actually, you're looking in the wrong that. part of the brain, so you're not going to find yeah. it anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> so don't ever try yeah. and do that. Um, but that that's yeah. basically the best. The, the the key to being healthy. The way I get people healthy. Uh, the way Steve gets people healthy is by uh, changing how we think and feel about things. As long as they stick, as long as they stick for the duration, because I have too a lot of people will come to me for one or two or three. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's it, and then they drop out, and it frustrates me because I know that. I know that yeah. if they only just was a bit more dedicated to it, it would be yeah. amazing. But then they'll go, ah, oh, I tried that, it didn't work. Yeah, you yeah. know, or whatever. And, but I know it has worked, and, but they don't do it long enough. But So either their sabotage kicks in, or, you know, or they're looking for that quick fix. But like, yeah. I want to get, I just want to take a tablet before I go away. Yeah. Uh, and that doesn't work like that, really. But So, you know, some, so some problems, some people we treat get better very quickly. Yeah, but some say, people with a really with... chronic problem, they won't get better quickly. It takes time. And unless you actually dedicate that time to yourself and you spend time healing Yeah, things, if you've had something in your childhood that's change. running and you're 30 or 40 years old, don't think that all of a sudden that, you know, no. a couple of sessions go... Because that, 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 whatever happened in your childhood has been recreated many, 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 times. many times in many, many situations. And you have yeah. to go back and resolve that. Yeah. That's, that people don't, I think people don't actually really get that. No. And they're like, oh, I can't be bothered, actually. I'll just rather be unhappy. And then post about and moan about being unhappy but not yeah, doing yeah, anything yeah. about yeah. it. So... No. If I was going to say, if you're, I mean, for me, if you're not going to do anything about solving your problem, please stop moaning about it. Yeah, that, that's, that's right. Why? Why? It's absolutely fine if you don't want to solve the problem. <laughs> we have no it? problem with that. My dad, bless him, oh, you know, I loved just... him to pieces. He was a moaning sod, and he would moan constantly. I used to be and, as well, actually. Right? Yeah. I used to moan a lot, and I have no problems with that. But but don't moan about it. If you don't want it to change, that's fine. But don't moan about it. When I when I was ill, yeah, you'd never find me actually moan about the illness if I was unwell. I would just get on with it and carry on. I wouldn't keep telling people about it because I wanted to solve it. So I wanted to get rid of it. I didn't want to be ill. So often when people are moaning about something, if you want to stay stuck, that's fine. But stop being a victim. Stop telling everybody else about it and stop moaning about it because nobody actually wants to hear it. Not over and over and over again. And nobody actually wants to feel... Because when, you when you're projecting that onto somebody else, you're now making them feel the way that you feel yeah, I right. don't want to feel the way that you feel piss no, off no that's right but I, keep t- I say this to my dad stop projecting yeah. your negativity on me because I don't want to feel negative right yeah. I've learned now to, to block that off but it's very difficult when somebody's trying to make you feel the way they feel and actually you say okay so I get that but what are you doing about it what are you doing to change it well, nothing. Not what are you moaning about it for? Exactly, then? Well, yeah. you know, it's just like the way it is. It's like, no, it's not. No. It's stop not. moaning. It's like the old saying. Why is um, mental? A problem shared. I used to be like that, though. He did. It's like that old That's saying. why I get it now that you know. That's why I get, get it, it, I know. Yeah, yeah. So that, that old belief of problem shared is a problem halved. No, a problem shared is a problem two people have. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not saying you can't <laughs> talk to your friends. By all means, talk to your friends. We all need that. But if someone keeps going on about something over and over and over again and not changing it, that's just someone who's in a victim mode. And if you're in that mode, I'm saying that with the greatest respect because I want you to get out of it and move on and be healthy. No one successful has ever been a victim. No one ever successful has ever stayed in that victim mode and been successful. The only way to get out of it is to lift yourself out of that victim mode and take accountability, responsibility. We talked about that on one of our podcasts. And, and come out of that mode and take responsibility for your health and well-being and keep searching for the answer. You don't always find the answer straight away. It's not possible. So if, you, if you're if you not well, if you've got a pain and you go to a doctor and he couldn't solve it, doesn't mean it can't be solved. I've spent about Just six... Keep... I've spent six figures on... Right. On personal Six figures. Yeah, easily. So I've got to charge you more. I, I easily, easily, on? easily. What? I've easily spent I've easily spent six figures on personal development, getting better, trying yeah. to make myself better. Because I think we need to do that anyway. I'd rather invest. I would rather invest that money into that than doing drink, drugs, and all the rest of it, right? Because actually, the rewards are far, far greater. Even yeah. though I used to, I was a bit of a party boy anyway. I actually prefer the other, the other but, um, but you know, I, but it took me five or six years to find the right thing. Yes, and actually, you guys can learn from my experience in him and actually come 
directly to this process because this is actually the one that worked out of all of them. Yeah. Out of all of them. So um, sometimes that's why I do it. That's why I work with people. And that's why I'm successful with everyone because of it. But And that, that's a good point. Sometimes you just don't find the, the right thing straight away and it takes a little bit of time. But the point is don't give up. Don't give up mm. just because something hasn't worked and go, oh, well, that's it. Can't be solved. Don't listen to someone who says it can't be solved. Don't ever, ever, ever listen to someone who says you have to live with it. I fucking hate that. Yeah. That is insane behaviour and goes against the Hippocratic Oath. It goes against humanity. It goes against... Everything. So, everything. Just, yeah. just human nature. Yeah. Stop it. Everything can be solved. Everything. Yeah. So all you need to do, all right, you might say the exception of people being born with things, all right, I might give you that. But even at the moment, that's that's true, but not necessarily. But everything can be solved. If you are unwell, you can solve it. Just because you haven't found the answer yet. I've seen so many people, they come to me, and when they've given up hope, just because someone casually recommended them to me, and they've come to me last minute as a last resort. Well, you did, didn't you? Yeah, well, look, Rebecca said, and- totally agree with what you, what you two do. It's the only thing that's worked for me. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. And and just don't give up hope. Never give up. Keep going until you find the answer. Yeah. There is always an answer. It might be us. It might be something else. We're not saying it's not. All I'm saying is keep going. Don't ever let anyone tell you that you can't solve the problem or you can't be well. Because yeah. when people come to me and they're in pain and they, they tell me they've been told nothing to be done, I want to go and punch the person who told them that. Yeah. Now, I know it's not technically their fault and I know they've been taught that and I do get that. But I hate hearing someone say that they can't solve their problem because someone has told them that. That is insane behaviour and does my head in. Great. So on that note, because I know that we're running up that's brilliant. Don't you love it when he has a little rant? Ah, A little rant there, sorry. Uh, But but on the secondary thing, the other thing you can do is just let it it go. go. You can let it go, go. not think about it, suppress your feelings and just wake up in the morning and it'll all be gone. And by an act of God, your whole past has been solved and life is just going to be full of roses. So, yeah, make sure you get those Let It Go memes out there on Facebook and believe it because it works every time. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm so post mine later. Yeah, okay. Straight so after anyway, this. After the, uh, so that's a great rant and I totally agree with you 100% and it's brilliant. So I know we're running out of time now. Um, so uh, we're going to close up now uh, for episode 20, which was uh, very, very... Um, Volatile and energetic, and that's you, you did most of the talking. Sorry, it's really well, great. No, uh, so, yeah, no. well, anyway, we hope that what we've uh, with the information that we've uh, shared with you guys uh, is a help, as a benefit. Uh, please take on board what we're saying because we're not just saying this because we want to look good or sound good. It actually, we're doing this because we know this works and we want to share it with you and we want you to not invest into things that don't work. So, uh, so if you want to saying this doesn't make me look good, I'd need yeah, exactly. To that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So the other thing as well is if you want to reach out to Jonathan, you can. And go onto his website, which is decodingpain.com. You can contact me on healingthemind.co.uk. You can go to our website, which is inside-outeffect.co.uk. You can listen to a, uh, our uh, all our previous uh, podcasts on our websites, as well as YouTube, which is the Inside Out Effect with Steve and Jonathan. You can also uh, contact us, deal with us, talk to us on our Facebook page, which is um, at the Inside Out Effect. You can contact me on Facebook. You can contact him on Facebook. You can contact me on LinkedIn. You can contact us in many, many ways. uh, And uh, hopefully we'll hear from you guys. Um, So other than that, uh, we're going to probably close out for now. Uh, Thank you ever so much for joining, listening. Uh, We really, really hope that you take on board and you reach out to us. Um, Oh, by the way, I also put a post out uh, a little while ago about offering some free sessions. And I've got to say, it was amazing. I had loads of people contact me. I, it went within no time at all. I've got four amazing people that I've offered four, uh, four sessions for four hours. I Brilliant. thought I'd give something back to the community because obviously I, I got a lot from you. I thought I'd give something back. So I've got four amazing people who uh, emailed me pretty much within 10 minutes and took them up. So um, I'll give you some updates on that. Um, so that's my little thing for giving back. I just wanted to add that. So if you're thinking about replying to my post about having the free sessions, they've all gone now, I'm afraid. Um, but I might be doing that again at the beginning of next month. So hold tight for that because if this is a success, if this is a success, I will do it again because I want to help people. I just want to help people. And some people can't actually, you know, probably reach out and no. maybe afford it or whatever. So it was just an, an option for somebody to do it. And I'm really glad that you took it up. So that was really, really great. Other right. than that, have you got anything that. else to say? No, um, thank everyone. Thank you, everyone, for your support last year. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, and if you know anyone who could benefit from this, please pass on the podcast. If you need help or know anyone we're going to help, just pass it on so so we can help as many people as possible. 
Um, and uh, I'm also thinking about I'm thinking about releasing the basics of DTO free to everybody uh, and teaching the basics of DTO for free uh, on YouTube or some other platform or even on Facebook and, and teaching people how to do it themselves. If you're interested in learning that, if you would love to learn DTO, learn the basics, you can do it on yourself, then post a comment, leave a comment below, let me know that's what you'd like to do. Uh, and because I just want to help as many people as possible, and you know, me and Steve are only two people, and you really can do a lot yourself with basic DTO process. Yep. And <clears> I've really been thinking about this a lot for the past couple of months. I just want to know what you think about that. So, if you would like to learn DTO, you'd like to understand the basic process and be able to do it yourself, then leave a comment below, and, and I'll, I'll 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 think about doing that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I know that Sue said something there, uh, but I can't really see for some reason. It's I didn't see, but anyway, I can't so see it, anyway, this is the end of the podcast. We'll be back probably in a fortnight uh, with episode twenty-one. Um, and uh, we're going to carry on nothing throughout the year with these. Um, I know that we're getting, I've had loads of response and loads of people benefiting yeah. from us. We're going to carry it on. Uh, so for all of you that are watching, Happy New Year. I hope you had a really great festive period. We hope that the 2020 is a really, really great year for you. I put a thing out there about intentions and having your wishes fulfilled. Have a wish, have an intention, have a belief that there's something you really want or desire or you'd love to have in your life, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a, a job, whether it's anything. Set the intention of fulfilling that wish this year and your subconscious will take you there and fulfill it. Might not do it this year, it might be next year, but every time we set an intention, your subconscious, and you believe you really want it, your subconscious will take you there. That's what I've learned. And so if you guys can do that, you will end up having your wish fulfilled this year. So um, uh, anyway, oh, she got engaged at Christmas. Congratulations, Sue. Oh, right. congratulations, So Sue. anyway, that's it. I'm not going to waffle on anymore. No. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on the Inside Out podcast uh, um, with myself and Jonathan. So it's good night from you. And it's good night from me. Good night. See you later, guys. Bye.